As many of you know, Intuit Mint, a popular budgeting tool for so many years, is shutting down on January 1st, 2024. But don't worry, I've got you covered. Today, we're going to explore the top four budgeting tools that could be your next go-to for managing your finances. I looked at all of them, and based on different things like cost and functionality, I've got the list from nine to four, which will cover all of them today. So let's dive in and find the perfect budgeting tool for you. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. Here at the Financial Mirror, it is not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions. This is the first time you're joining in. Don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. What I want to go over today is something that I talked about uh, a few weeks back. I made an episode uh, that discussed, you know, mint shutting down, kind of what's next. We went through a couple of those items and there was a big thing about where do I go next? Uh, I told you in that episode, I was going to go through a lot of the major, uh, you know, mainstream budgeting apps that are out there and really try to find what did I think if, you know, I've recommended Mint to many of my clients for many years now. And I was like, you know, I've got to find something that I can recommend. Now, I have gotten to one that that I you know prefer. I was a, a personal Mint user for 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 decades now, and I was kind of at the point like I didn't know where I was going to go with it. So uh, I've went through all of them. I have picked one for myself uh, to start using for budgeting as well. You know, and I've already transitioned away from Mint, but I wanted to go through kind of what I've learned and show you out of the nine that I reviewed. I wanted to show you. The four that I kind of landed on. Now, all nine were feasible. That's what I want to start off with first. All nine were feasible. And if you if you look right here, you can see the nine that I reviewed. So I, I reviewed all those, and every single one of them were were good, right? They were all good. The biggest thing was I wanted to know what could I recommend based off of mint. Um, functionality and cost were the, the two biggest things that I was looking at. Uh, but I looked at some other things and I wanted you to know that out of these four, if you choose any of them, um, it's, they're, they're going to work great. They're going to work great. I'm going to quickly run through the four, kind of tell you the highlights that I saw of each, because uh, I want to make sure that you have a good understanding of what you could utilize moving forward. If you were a current mint user, uh, maybe you're checking this out and you're like, man, I just, I'm not budgeting at all. And I just need an application. One of these four will be a great starting point for you. So if you found this episode as you're trying to transition away from Mint, here's four for that. If you're just getting into budgeting, there are these four, any of these four would also, you know, work wonders for your life as well. 
the biggest thing is that Mint was free. Mint was free. They did a lot. They made a lot of their money off of advertisements and uh, promoting, you know, different savings accounts, checking accounts, credit cards, things of that nature, lowering interest rates on insurance and loans and all that stuff. So that's how they made money. They, they credit karma was a huge investment for into it and they're moving meant to, to credit karma. Go check out my video. If you want to learn more about that, that sort of the, all the, the history behind mint and kind of where it's going in those pieces. Now, um, I've been asked already, well, why not just stick with credit karma? Um, a, I did some looking into it. I did some, some messing around with it that, you know, obviously that was one of the ones that I looked at. Just could not find anything valuable with the budgeting aspect of it. Uh, they're saying that there's some features that may come, but that that whole roadmap thing for big organizations like that, not getting in that business, not getting in the business. I don't know when it's going to release. I don't know when. So I moved on, <laughs> right? I moved on. We're done with it. Here's one of the four that I'm going to recommend. So I'm going to go through each of these. Um, the key points that I go through for, for each of them is ease of setup automation capabilities. And, and what that means is that if a lot of people think budgeting takes a lot of time, I wanted to go through and look at how much of this tool can you automate? How much of this budgeting tool can be automated to lessen the amount of time it takes for you to budget each month? So I go through automation capabilities. I go through budgeting features. I looked at those. I looked at cost, obviously, because Mint was free. I wanted to look at things that were comparable in cost. Um, and then overall, the last thing is just give you a quick highlight of each and, and what you can expect from each. Not an in-depth look at any of them. Just want to show you kind of what I saw and what you could expect. Uh, maybe you want to try each of these for a month. Over the next four months, try each of them. They don't take too long to set up. So, uh, you know, if you go through here and you pick one and then you don't like it and you go to the next one, and you don't like it. Uh, but what I want to do is give you a capability and then show you uh, kind of the one that I landed on as well. Uh, and I'll tell you some of the things that I that I really liked about it in comparison to some of the others. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode, uh, but let's go ahead and dive into that very first one. So the first one we're going to look at is NerdWallet. So NerdWallet was like super easy to set up. Uh, as soon as you log in, like it walks you through everything that you're going to need to do to ultimately get this thing started. Um, you can see right here, the layout was okay. Uh, it, it's not really uh, intuitive, but the thing about NerdWallet is it, there's a lot of people that have reported issues that are, they're linking certain accounts. Um, NerdWallet, like I said, the, the interface is super intuitive. Uh, they have a mobile and a desktop version. What I would say is that if you are looking at NerdWallet, it is a very, very, very basic uh, tool that could be used for budgeting. I wanted to bring it up because it, of the, the cost. It's free. It's free. There's other thing about it. There's tons of resources that you can go through and read about things. However, you could also do that just without using it as a budgeting application. So I just wanted to say that uh, when it comes to the overall budgeting aspect, the budget is kind of hard to get to. Uh, you go into like a cash flow statement and you can see where your money has gone to and where it's been and all those type of things. Um, you can see I haven't really uh, configured this a whole bunch, uh, but 
you know, you can see this 50, 30, 20 budget right here. Uh, that is about it. You know, there's not much, there's not much going on here as super, super simple. Uh, you can go in and categorize transactions and things like that. Uh, but you don't really get a good idea of your budget. So right here, I go in and I look at this 50, 30, 20, and you can see uh, how this automatically categorize uh, a single account that that I, I transferred in here. Um, and it just gives you tips like here's how much you spend on your needs versus your wants and, and all those things. It kind of gives you ideas along the way, these nerdy tips. But when it comes to budgeting, like it was not, I'd have to say that it's not super duper great, right? It wasn't that great. It really wasn't. Uh, I think that it being a free platform, it, it was, it's not a budgeting application that, that I would really recommend to a lot of people. There was not, when it comes to budgeting features, they do have like the 50, 30, 20, that's supposed to improve and get better over time. Uh, you can tell they're making a push to try to improve this with this mint, uh, going out of business, but the budgeting portion is not really what it's good for net worth tracking. There was a lot of good things in there. The mobile app, it's super easy to find, super easy to use. The web app um, is is you know slightly more difficult to manage and walk through. It's not it's not as good. Uh, when it comes to budgeting features, categories are not able to be customized as of yet. I don't know if that's something they're working on or not, but you can't customize categories inside of Nerd Wallet. That made it very much of a problem because if you wanted to manage your own categories and you didn't want to use these custom categories or, or the, the default categories, it's not an option. So I would tell you that it's not one that I would recommend uh, as being a top contender. However, because of cost, it's free. It is free and that's that's a, a benefit. So if you are you know really on a budget for trying to find something just to be able to track and see transactions and have the automation with it automatically categorizing needs and wants, that's kind of cool, right? You if you want to that 50 30 20, I've done episodes on it. It's a really good budgeting strategy, but you've got to understand that there are limitations in utilizing uh something like that. It doesn't have a lot of the the major budgeting aspects, categories, you know, just being able to customize a category seems pretty easy, but you know, over, overall it is a free platform. Um, you know, there's, it's supported by targeted recommendations, just like mint was it's a, it is an okay deal. If like I said, if you just want something simple, but the budging portion is not the highlight. There's some net worth tracking in there. There's a lot of other items in there that are, are, are kind of intuitive, but when it comes to budging, you can't do anything from the budget screen. You can just categorize transactions and then just let them go into the 50, 30, 20. That's kind of it. That's all you're doing. So that makes it easy to use, right? Because all you got to do is go through and do categories categories of transactions and you're done. But um, that's kind of the way it is. So not one that I'd be eager to, to walk people through, but it is free. It is free and there is no limitations to account tracking or account linking and all that. Uh, even though there has been some reports that it is a little bit, uh, they, people had trouble linking accounts. So that's it for NerdWallet. Let's go on to the next one. The next one I wanted to look at was EveryDollar. So EveryDollar is a is run by 
you know, Dave Ramsey and his, and his, you know, company. Um, and let me tell you, it, you know, for this is another one. And, I, and I'm going to start off with cost on all of these. Cause I think that that's the one thing that's going to kind of influence you in a certain direction. The one thing about every dollar was that it was, there's a, you can use it completely free. It just takes more work. All the features are, are almost all the features, all the budgeting features, let's say, are included in the free version. Okay. In the free version. Now, what do you lose if you don't pay for the version? So I think the paid version is like $99 a year or something like that, maybe $79 a year. Um, if you want to, to actually pay for that, the only thing that I can tell you that I would really see, um, for paying for it is the automatic transaction importing. So that gives you some account syncing. Uh, so as, as it comes like directly for the free version, you only get to add in transactions. So, uh, if you're, if you're, if you don't, if you pay for it, then you can get some automatic transaction syncing where all your transactions kind of come in, they're coming to the budget. Otherwise it is, it is just you typing in transactions, um, as they, as they come in or as you spend them. So that involved maybe keeping up with receipts or looking at your bank statement, whatever the case is, you would have to hand type all of your transactions. Is that hard? I don't know. Up to you, up to you if that's something, but if you're looking for something free, hand type in all the transactions, free budgeting application. That's really nice. Uh, that's really, it's really cool. So from a budgeting aspect, it is a zero based budget. So the whole goal here is that everything equals zero when you're done. So all of your, all of your income minus your expenses should equal zero. If it does not, you need to go in and move money. If you have extra money, put it towards your data, towards savings or investing or retirement or whatever. But that's all, that's the, the premise of how this budgeting application is set up. They make it super easy to track and maintain a balanced budget. You have all the categories right here in the middle. Uh, you can just go through here and pick and you can categorize these however you want. The good part is that this is completely like free to, to just add and, and subtract whatever you want to see, right? Uh, so if you're if there was something specific that you wanted, like I could put right here home supplies and I can now track my home supplies or whatever. You see, like it's completely editable to the point where you are able to customize your budget, which is something NerdWallet didn't have. You can customize your budget and you can make you can go through and uh, get this zero based budget, which is a great way to budget a uh, move forward. Now, from an automation perspective, this app lacks in this tremendously. You there are no rules that you can set up. There are no way to automatically, you know, auto categorize transactions. Everything is on you. Everything is on you. So if I was looking for from this at like a time perspective, like how much time am I going to have to put into budgeting? This is not one that's going to influence me to want to, to go to it for its lack of automation. Now it is free. Uh, it does offer, you know, a very, very user-friendly interface. It has a mobile app. It has the web app. It has all of those things. But the biggest thing that, that I did not like about it was the inability to create rules inside of this to make budgeting uh, less time consuming. Uh, but I like the cost. So if I was going to recommend to a client, hey, you want to be able to customize your budget and you want it to be free, here's the trade-off for that is you have to hand jam all of your, your transactions in. 
it's still a great one to look at. When it comes to transactions, uh, all of the transactions are right here. You can see, uh, and then all you're doing is you're just categorizing. You can, I think you you actually uh, you like you can drag and drop them into a category, or you can just select them and uh, change the change the category for for kind of where it needs to go. So that's how that works. Um, if there, if you wanted to add a transaction, you would just have to go down here and simply just add a expense or income. And you have to do that for every single one, just going through and doing that. You can see it's, it's not a, it's not a terrible application. It's not a, you know, a, a budging application that's not workable. I would prefer it over nerd wallet. Um, but the trade-off is they're both free, but nerd wallet there is some automation in there, right? You're going to get, you're going to categorize your transactions, but then it's going to automatically tell you where you need to shift. This is not, this is just going to be like zero base budgeting. If you're overspending in a category, it's up to you to figure that out. Like the there's, there's very little when it comes to, you know, looking into where you're, um, like very easily looking into like where you're spending. Like there are like, um, I was just pulling, pulling up, there are ways that you could go in and, and look at this is under insights. You could look at where your money's going, that type of things like income versus spent, things of that nature. Uh, but all in all, this is not something that is super intuitive, right? Like the the this you have to go through and manually do everything. The one thing I did like about the nerd wallet, it does automatically give you some freedom to allow it to say this is a need, this is a want, like automating that piece. But if I had to choose and I was going to use one of them, uh, I would go to every dollar just for the simple fact that you can customize categories. That's a big deal to me. I mean, if that is to you, then then that that may be a, a kicker for you. But uh, I do like that feature. I do like being able to do that. So if that is something that you're interested in, like I said, the paid version is once a year. You pay for it and that will get you the automatic transaction syncing but you'll still have to go in and manually move everything appropriately. I do like how every dollar allows you to, it shows you what you have not categorized yet. It's always a benefit to me. Uh, if you used mint, you know that the pending transactions would, you know, the, the categories are worthless on pending transactions. Cause as soon as it posts, it would, it would lose its category. Uh, the other thing is that they all kind of ran together. So you had to kind of know where you last categorized at. Um, I like in, in every dollar where it shows you, this is what you have not actually went through and managed yet. So another great feature, uh, but both great tools, nerd wallet and every dollar, both great tools, uh, and both free. So if I was going to transition to mint from mint away to something that is the same price, which is free, I'm going, I'm going nerd wallet or every dollar for those options. Uh, now the next two we go over, there is, uh, the next one we're going to look at, there is a free option. Um, but for budgeting, you're probably going to have to pay a little bit of money. So I just want to go into that and just show it to you so you can get an idea of what that looks like. So the next one we're going to look at is rocket money. So rocket money is one that is very, very interesting. Uh, and they bring a whole different component to budgeting. First off, rocket money is super easy to set up. Uh, it takes just a few minutes to get started. Once you're up and running, everything is is really, really nice. Uh, I do want to start with costs as I have with all the other ones. Rocket money is very competitively priced. 
Now, I want to start off by saying that there is a free version. There's a free version of Rocket Money, but I'll tell you, if you're going to use it for budgeting, it will not be very helpful. Okay. Now, there is a um, ton of features inside of Rocket Money that are that are really, really nice. Um, but I want to tell you that it's a it is one that it, it does take a little getting used to. Um, and the other piece that I was, you know, really, really, you know, happy to finally see in, you know, now is the ability to add is to do budgets from the web app. So it was funny because when I first started looking into rocket money, when mint first was talking about shutting down it, I logged in and I was like, man, there's no web app for rocket money. And I was like, man, that's, that's, that's a real deal breaker for me. Like I, I, cause I do most of my stuff on the computer. I'm on the computer more and I'm on the phone. Right. So there was a huge, huge deal breaker breaker for me. Um, however, I will tell you this, that they've since added that, that it's now there. Everything is, is great from that sense. And it's, it's really, really easy to use. Uh, so a couple things that, that I wanted to cover with you is first off, that is the cost is the paid version is 48 to $60. Um, I don't know exactly how to look at this. Uh, I'll just tell you that it is an interesting structure that it has. Um, it kind of like lets you pick your own price, right? So, so if you have the free version, you can't get premium for free, but you kind of, you 48 is kind of that, that if you pick the lowest price possible to pay annually, it's $48, uh, 60 is kind of the, the most you could pay. And the, the reasoning that they go through that is to say, once you start using rocket money, you're going to love it so much that it's just going to be great. Um, I'll tell you, it's, it's a really good application. I'll tell you, it's a really good application. When it comes to budgeting, there's a very, very clear indication of setting your budget on it. The mobile app is really nice. The web app is really nice. But Rocket Money is one that you could look at as, as a great option. Uh, when you look at the initial screen, it's very, very much just a very simple layout. Uh, you can see that you know you have your budget, you have your spending, you have your you know whatever's in here that um, is, is set up. I, I I didn't really go through and, and set these up very well. I just I just put in an account and let it rock and roll through it. So uh, I'll just tell you that the the budgeting is really nice. You can add you know any budget. The one thing I would say is there is no custom categories here. Uh, everything is a built-in category, which I thought was you know. <laughs> I'm sure that that'll change. You know, you just don't have a rocket, something like rocket money and, and it not, it not change. Um, but anyways, I thought that that would be, you know, really, really cool to be able to, to, to go through and do the, the default categories are not terrible. And I want to tell you why is because default categories can kind of keep you from overcomplicating your budget. Um, I think that as you start to budget more, you may want to be able to hone in better on certain areas. So that's where these custom categories are beneficial for most people, default categories, you're going to be just fine. Cause I tell people all the time, try to limit the number of categories you're actually even using. Like this default budget that's set up right here. Um, I would tell you is too many categories. Like I would go through here and like delete some of these, right? Like, like there's just way too much going on here. Um, so I would actually go through here and, and delete some and get this smaller, but the, that's not like the, that, that's their budgeting piece. 
Um, the other thing that they have that you that I haven't showed you on any yet is the ability to set transaction rules. And these are really, really awesome. Uh, what they do is, and this is where when I was talking about automation capabilities, this is where you can start to do some of that is when you have somewhere that you can set categorization rules or, or transaction rules. Mint did it, uh, but Mint didn't do it well. And I'll tell you because if, if a credit card transaction came in and it had like a transaction number on it, which is going to always change, you set a rule based off of that name, uh, which is the only way you could set a rule. You couldn't say name and, and match amount like you can here. But if you set the, if you set that, and then all of a sudden the transaction number changed, your rule doesn't kick in. So this one's really cool because you can go in here and actually say, Hey, it contains like Amazon, for instance, it's going to automatically, Hey, here's some Amazon. Uh, it's going to automatically go through and say, I want to categorize this as shopping or whatever. And life goes on. You could also say, Hey, if this, if the, if the amount equals, I know my, uh, like my internet may be like $80 a month. You're going to say, Hey, Matt, if it's $80 a month or $80 and the name and the name contains something like internet, you could, I don't, I don't know who your internet service provider is, but you could just say something like that and you can say, Hey, automatically categorizes bills and utilities or something like that. And that's super convenient. The other name to fame that they have is this recurring tab. Um, they have this service that is allows you to, um, cancel subscriptions, cancel services. Uh, they can also negotiate better prices for you on certain things. Um, that's all that whole bill negotiation thing. I think it's 30%. They take 30% of how much they save you or something like that. Uh, but that's a, that's a little feature that they have. If you have trouble doing that or, or, or something of that nature, that's a good place to, to go and look. Otherwise it's a really cool app. It's, it's really, it really is. Um, if you're looking for something that is super easy to use, uh, that is, that's a good spot to look. Going to Rocket Money is a good spot to look. It's a great first stop for kind of that entry level into the paid version. Uh, but that that's another good one for you. And then the last one, I'm going to go into the last one because the last one, it, you know, I saved the best for last in my opinion. Um, it is the one that I ended up choosing to use out of all of these. All four are great, uh, but I'm just going to go over some of the reasons and why I chose this last one uh, to use for myself. So my favorite, quick and simplify, is going to be the last one that we're going to wrap this episode up with, and it is a really good one. Um, so what it offers is, first off, from a cost perspective, um, right now there's a promotion going on, $28.73, uh, and you get it for a whole year. It's funny, there's actually a special message that says like, hey, we know Mint shutting down here, come join us for $28. So anyways... Great promotion going on right this minute. If you're if you're interested in in jumping on the Quick and Simplify bandwagon, um, they do offer a free 30 day trial. Uh, so that is, from a cost perspective, you could technically get into it for 30 days and not have spent anything. See if you like it, but it, it's it it is a great tool. Uh, normal price on it's 47.88, kind of like right there at that entry level of of Rocket Money. Uh, $48 is kind of their, their starting point. So just call it $48. Um, that's kind of a great, great starting point. And it's a great tool. So everything that Rocket Money offers, I'm not going to just rehash all that. Everything that Rocket Money offers is in quick and simplify, except for the 
uh, subscription bill negotiation service type of thing that Rocket Money does. Quicken does not do something like that. So just so you're aware, everything else they do. Uh, when it comes to the overall layout, it's pretty straightforward. You know, you've got your income, your bills, your subscriptions, and it's, it's the, the budget is kind of set up differently. You have your income, then you have your bills, uh, followed by, you know, your subscription amount and then, and kind of how they differentiate bills and subscriptions or bills are kind of like the things that, uh, if you didn't pay them, they're most likely going to get like a late charge. Uh, but your service is more than likely going to continue. Like if you didn't pay your internet service bill, like your internet might continue for the first month. You might just get a late charge. Didn't pay your water bill. They're not going to cut your water off. Like the first month, you're just going to get a late charge. Subscriptions is like a Netflix, right? If you didn't pay for Netflix, you're just going to get your service cut off, right? That's just how it works. So that's kind of the differentiator right there. Uh, but it's really is something that is, is, a nice way to set up your budget income bills and subscriptions those automatically come off your income because they're kind of like the non-negotiables right and then it goes into your savings goals which is everything that you're saving for um it could just be something that you want to put money aside for in the future uh, and then you have your other spending or and your plan spending which is more of those budgeting amounts which i think is is super super cool uh for how those are set up so that's one thing the other big thing that i really liked were these watch lists uh, so if you go into the watch list, you can quickly just at a glance, see how much you've spent in each category. Uh, specifically, you could open them up and say, hey, how much am I like groceries is a big thing. How much am I averaging each month in groceries and where can I change? Um, don't look at the, the the bars. The bars don't mean anything. I've just started using Quick and Simplify. So a lot of the, the information here is not accurate by any means, uh, but it's just really quick at a glance. It can show you. Uh, what this kind of looks like and how you could go about using it. Uh, all of these have like different reporting and investment options in there. So feel free to go through and use those. Um, but that's a really cool thing. The other thing about Quick and Simplify is it does offer a, um, a, a, like I said, the overall dashboard is not terrible. Uh, it's actually pretty good. If I'm honest, the overall dashboard, nice layout. Uh, but all in all, it's a great tool. The transaction and rules are kind of the same as uh, the the what we went over with Rocket Money. So I don't want to just rehash those. Uh, but once again, a very, very good tool. Happy to use it. Love using it. Something that I really think many, many people are, are going to enjoy is using Quick and Simplify. Uh, biggest thing is for any budgeting application is that you just find one that you enjoy. Find one that works for you. That's what you should be looking for in a budgeting application, not like the specific tool. We went through a couple. We went through uh, four to be exact. And what I would tell you is that any of those could absolutely work for you. It just takes setting it up, working through it, seeing seeing which one you know you you enjoy more, and then going and using that moving forward. Biggest thing is just choose something, get out there and budget. Quick and Simplify is great. It really is. Uh, you know, all the applications I went through, all nine of them were all good applications. I tried, you know, I'll just, I'll just say this out loud. You need a budget, YNAB, whatever you want to call it. Great, great, great 
budging application. No, because if you look across the board, YNAB is probably the number one rated budging application out there. So I'm going to mention that because of the fact I don't want anyone <laughs> to get mad at me for not, you know, all the YNAB people to come after me um, for not, you know, talking about you need a budget or YNAB. What I'm saying is that their their entry cost is quite outrageous. It's quite outrageous for a budgeting application. Um, so I didn't talk about it. I apologize, YNAB. Your 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 entry cost for people to just to get a budgeting application is quite outrageous. Now you have tons of other features. There's tons of other features in there that are really really good. I got it. I got it. I understand. I'm not saying that it's that it's not a great value for people that have paid for it. But what I wanted to cover today is what is an application that you could switch from Mint to go to and not break the bank doing it. The most expensive one that I cover today is every dollar, and that's only if, only if you wanted automated transaction importing. They have their their budgeting application is completely free, completely free for you to use. the The overall, I was trying to say in that fifty dollar range, which which I did, uh, if, but every dollar is outside of it if you if you didn't if you wanted the automatic syncing. So once again, YNAB is great if you use it. Great. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a really cool tool. However, for, for people that are trying to just use the budgeting tool, get something for budgeting online that has, you know, mobile app capabilities and all those type of things. Um, these were the four that I was looking at. Nerd Wallet, Every Dollar, Rocket Money, Quick at Simplify. That's what that's what I, I, I landed on for people that are kind of in that range, like I said, under $50 a year. Uh, that's not a month, that's a year. Um, and that's where I was trying to get people. So that that is the the reasoning by behind the four that I kind of that I kind of went with uh, great features and cost great features tons of great features and cost I hope that you enjoyed going through those four budgeting tools all of them are great pieces to get started for budgeting uh, going into the new year uh, if you're looking for for something to switch you know from Mint to all four can absolutely fill that void uh, in your personal finances. Best thing about it is that you don't always have to go at it alone. If you do want to get control of your finances and you are want to, you know, making sure that you're on the right track uh, for your personal finances, or you just need help setting one of those up to say, hey, I was on men and now I'm trying to move to one of these. Can you just walk me through? Can we work through this together? Absolutely. Head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now in the middle of the screen and schedule your free consultation today. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome, awesome, awesome financial mirror gear. I truly, truly, truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. Leave a five-star review and a written comment as both go a long, long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you got something out of it. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. 